This is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon. So uh, I saw an advert on TV. I don't watch telly very much, but I saw this brilliant advert for Aldi uh, where it's this usual thing where they sit around compare our... Uh, talking about how much they've saved and they add up their shopping bill and oh we've saved this and 400 a year we're going to save blah 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 and you know oh they're, they're amazed by this brilliant wonderful uh, but it's this family uh, mother father and I think it's two kids uh, and the mother the mother turns to the father and says, I think with the money we've saved we might buy a holiday and he's sitting there thinking about it. and then she says maybe we'll get the driveway done and the kid about an 8 year old boy yeah, young yeah. boy just goes yay driveway what? What is that kid on? Why is he so happy about a driveway? Why, like, why has it been bothering him? Like, Yay, we're going to get the driveway. No, it's, it's Disneyland or the driveway. Let's do the driveway. Why is that? <laughs> if you've seen it, let me know. Uh, studio at BigHitsRadio.uk or text 07501117942. You've been telling us about the Israelis sending uh, odd things to the moon. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, they, they've, they've crashed these things. Um, they're basically called um, tardigrades. They're, they're moss piglets. Um, they basically are little tiny pigs. Yeah. Um, what happened? Are they also known as water bears? Uh, and they reckon thousands of these things have been crash landed on the moon by the Israelis. Right. Uh, they're creatures under a millimetre long that can survive being heated to 150 degrees Celsius and frozen to almost absolute zero. And they can also live in a vacuum. Uh, they're travelling on an Israeli spacecraft that crashed landed on the moon in April. Um, and the co-founder of the organisation that put them there thinks they're almost definitely still alive. Uh, now, these things have been dehydrated and placed in suspended animation and then encased in an artificial uh, amber. Yeah. Um, but for some reason they crashed and all these little things are living in the moon now. Right. Um, this is bizarre. This is totally bizarre. Uh, when dried out, they retract their heads and eight legs, shrivel into a tiny ball and enter a steep, dead, steep deep state. Of suspended animation that closely resembles death. Mm. So yeah, that's absolutely bizarre. It sounds like have you ever heard of sea monkeys? They sound like sea monkeys. What are sea monkeys? Oh, there's something. I think it's bigger in America than over here, but it's something you can buy your kids, and it's like a dried little sachets of stuff right. and a kit. But they're not like creatures or something. They are, yeah. They're dried out. They're dehydrated. And you put them in, and they start swimming about like wee tiny creatures. But you can see them. But like, are they actual? Bangs, or are they just some sort of artificial thing? No, they're real. Sea monkeys. Google it. It's a, right, Wikipedia, sea monkeys. Uh, they're a hybrid version of brine shrimp, a group of crustaceans that undergo cryobiosis. Sea monkeys are scientific. Oh, blah, blah, blah. This is a Saturday afternoon. You don't need to know all that. But yeah, they're a real animal. There you go. That's pretty bizarre, man. Yeah, that is. Do you play jazz flute? I dabble. Yeah, I saw this story through the week. Um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a story about a cathedral. I think it was Rochester, Rochester Cathedral. Uh, and they had installed a crazy golf course uh, to get people in through the doors. So so there's, there's crazy golf. You go and play crazy golf. I often wonder about crazy golf. Uh, is there like a competitive league of it? You know, you know, like the way you've got Tiger Woods and all, and you've got, you've got the, the 
golf pros. It'd be funny if there was pro crazy crazy golf. golf. But then there's another cathedral where they installed a slide or something like that. Well, yeah, this is in Norwich. I was in Norwich Cathedral a couple of years ago, and it's it's absolutely beautiful place. You could spend easily, uh, you could easily spend a day walking around it. Um, There's uh, 800 years old or more. Originally planned in like 1050 something, so almost a thousand years ago they were thinking about building this thing. Uh, A cathedral has installed a 55 foot tall helter skelter in its nave in order to grant visitors a better view of the ornate roof the clergyman said reverend canon andy bryant of the uh, norwich cathedral said the idea came to him when he was visiting the sistine chapel he says "Uh, i had a slightly risky thought i know this is amazing but actually the ceiling in norwich is every bit as wonderful we had uh, one of the greatest collections of medieval roof bosses anywhere in europe so is this a temporary erection uh, I think it may be a temporary erection, but uh, it's, it's to get people through the doors, really, isn't it? These kind of things. And but what sort of people are you going to get for? Yeah, this? yeah, exactly. Well, I suppose they need money in this slot. Leave it, leave a quid for the upkeep, kind of thing. That's that's what uh, the Church of England are, are looking for now. But I think it's it's a bit sad, really. I love to to walk around a cathedral. I love to to soak in the atmosphere of it and. and when you start to look at the different things, and especially the roof in Norwich yeah, is very yeah. ornate, so so maybe some sort of platform to get up and see it better, or give people binoculars. I don't know, but uh, I'm not sure. A vintage helter skelter is the way to go. Uh, there's one brilliant photo here of the uh, the dean of the cathedral, uh, the very Reverend Jane Hedges, going down the 40 foot helter skelter, just like this, oh. going down the slide. Mm, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I really yeah. don't. Yeah. I prefer the story about the tardigrades myself. The tardigrades. The, the moss piglets. You remind me of the father on uh, Friday Night Dinner. He has a collection of, of arthropods or something. Arthropods? Some, some sort of like fossils. Yeah. Bloody arthropods. I, I'm like him in another respect. During the recent humid weather, I've been <gasps> able to oh, sorry. run around the house with no shirt on. <laughs> Bloody boiling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Fair enough, it is boiling. <laughs> Uh, Brighton are visiting Watford this afternoon in Vicarage Road. They have just gone one up uh, there. Oh, it was an own goal from Watford. Very bad, uh, very bad stuff there. Uh, Watford nil, uh, Brighton one. Going to move on. This is Gary Newman and Films. I was looking at a story here uh, from Belfast Live. I thought this was very good. Volunteers from a McDonald's restaurant in Belfast swap Big Macs for bin sacks to clean up the city as part of a nationwide month of litter action in June. From plastic bags and trays to sweet wrappers strewn on the streets, we've all had enough of rubbish spoiling the look of the area where we live and work. And to be honest, areas around McDonald's restaurants are covered, covered in litter. I know it's not McDonald's fault. Well, they need to be out there picking it up and they do they do send people out so so that's good uh, so when we teamed up with McDonald's for a month of litter action we asked our readers to vote for the UK areas that most need a spring clean from Scotland all the way down to Cornwall Cornwall and across Wales the message was uh, loud and clear it's time to tackle trash so on Monday the 17th of June volunteers from McDonald's in Conswater came together to clean up their local area the team of 10 volunteers collected an impressive 8 bags of litter it isn't just the employees that gets their hands dirty. McDonald's staff are often joined on cleanups by local volunteers who are determined to help keep their community tidy. Talking to McDonald's, uh, you know Aussie rules football. I do, yes. Um, a lot of the, <laughs> I 
don't know how this happens, but a lot of the players and their deals they get given parts of McDonald's franchises. So, right. so like you, they've got a deal, but oh, you've got you've got your own McDonald's. So the, the, you're, you're, you're you're literally given like a McDonald's. I think so, yeah. But a lot of the franchisees, I think they have to go and work on them and flip burgers. So you probably got some so Aussie like football stars. Well, no, no. I think I think you have to just kind of learn the ropes. So I don't know if these football stars are going into that or not. There you go. <laughs> Here's a bit of a grim one. A mum has admitted she hasn't washed her pillows in ten years, mm. uh, and she's created a bit of a storm on social media. Um, in a very honest post in the parenting forum, the unnamed woman confessed she'd owned her pillows for roughly ten years and hadn't washed them once in a lot of time. Mm. Um, there's probably a lot of people that kind of do that as well. I mean, how often are you meant to actually wash pillows? Is it every... Well, is it the pillow itself or the case? No, it's not the case. Because initially I kind of thought, oh, I was a bit mad. But then I think she means the pillow itself. Do you wash them? I don't know if you do. I mean, like, I've had pillows for a couple of years and kind of haven't washed them. But, I mean, there's no major... Do you wash issues. pillows? I don't know. Well, let's Google that. Should you can, can wash... you wash them? Should you wash chicken? That's coming up there. Should you wash? Uh, don't worry, it's perfectly yeah. safe to wash pillows, even down pillows, in the washing machine. Try to wash at least two uh, at once so the wash uh, washer is balanced and the pillows don't get thrown around too once much. Once a so year, you apparently, you're meant to wash them. All right, okay. It's such a throwaway society nowadays, yeah. though, that I'm sure people just replace them, don't they? Yeah. So she's made a shocking discovery. I'm sure uh, commenters were disgusted. Were they? That's what you always get in those articles. Yes. Mums um, piled on. Um, <laughs> Is that I, a mum's net? I, I, can't be, I can't imagine sleeping in an unwashed pillow for 10 years. It's a bit grim in my book. Mm. Um, average thought pillows should be washed more frequently. A third responded, buy new pillows non-feathered frequently, much more frequently than every six months. It's basic hygiene. <laughs> um, apparently, so buying new ones more often than every six months. Apparently every night you release an average of 200 milliliters of sweat on yeah. your building. So I'll be quite a build-up after a year. Or I remember watching one of these panel shows once. David Mitchell was on it. And uh, they said the ordering board... You know these ordering screens in uh, fast food restaurants? Yeah. Where instead of interacting with somebody, you can just go to a screen and choose what you want and pay for it all yeah. on the screen. And they said every one of those ordering boards tested... Had fecal matter on them. Oh god! But David Mitchell's response to this was, "Yeah, well, obviously, fecal matter isn't that bad for you then. If it's there anyway, if it's all around us, if it's on these boards, yeah. we're not all dropping dead." But it's a very good point. Yeah. So I'm getting increasingly distracted by the internet here. <laughs> these, these strange sponsored links. If you're over fifty, this game is a must. <laughs> game. What's that all about? Vikings free online game. Uh, Vikings. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, if you're over fifty, this game is a must. Only that's, only people over fifty will remember the Vikings. That's what it I is. suppose. Maybe it's a trick to get you to click on it because you're like, what's that all about? Yeah, uh, a bit of a chance here for Cruz. Uh, just watching that Linfield going two one up against Institute, uh, and in the last few minutes now of this in Johnson Livingston game, it's two all. Uh, we'll bring you the final score of that when we get it. You can text us as well, 0750111-7942. Uh, this is perhaps the most middle class complaint ever. Have you ever bought a loaf of bread, gone home and eaten it, 
uh, eating half of it only to realize it doesn't taste good. Well, that's what one, one woman did. Uh, instead of shrugging it off, though, she decided to take her grievances back to the shop where she purchases it. Uh, according to Metro, uh, the unhappy customer returned to her local branch of Waitrose in Sarancester, Gloucestershire, to complain about a £1.49 Jackson seeded bloomer. The woman said to have presented the half-eaten loaf to customer service along with a handwritten note explaining exactly what was wrong with it. Her blunt message read, Quantity of seeds has increased over the last two months. Character of bread has changed not as good. Following a non-named witness, uh, following this non-named witness claim, she continued to state her concerns about the bread for a further 15 minutes. The other shopper said, I don't think you could get any more middle-class complaint if you tried. And uh, police in Wales, in uh, Newport in Wales, have warned trolls who mocked a drug dealer's haircut that they could be prosecuted for harassment. The mugshot issued by officers for Jermaine Taylor, 21, from Newport, Wales, uh, attracted a staggering 76,000 comments poking fun at his bonds. Taylor is wanted by police uh, on recall to prison. He was released on license after being jailed for three years for being uh, concerned in supplying cocaine after being sentenced in Cardiff. However, he breached the terms of his license conditions upon release and officers had hoped that releasing a picture of him would help uh, find him. So his head's basically totally bald apart from this hair sticking up at the back. But police are saying, if you're rude about his hair, we might charge you with something. Oh. Dear, you can't say nothing these days. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll be back very soon with the What's On Guide for Arts and North Down over the uh, next few days. That's Adele there, set fire to the rain. Quite a few things going on in Ards and North Down this weekend. Uh, you can find out the full list on our website, bighitsradio.uk. Uh, Nendrum and Newton Arts Priory Tour is taking place today uh, at Nendrum there over in Mahi Island in Cumber and also the Newton Arts Priory on Court Street. It's Portavogie Seafood Festival. Uh, celebrity chef John Christophe Novelli uh, delivering cooking demonstrations in the festival kitchen. Visitors can buy, sample and even cook on site an array of seafood delights from the fish market and artisan food stalls a few dates for your diary then the 15th of august sees explorers having celebrating their third birthday party i thought they'd been around a lot longer than that but who's this explorers no that can't be right they've been around i for think a bit, I, I think they kind of closed and came back maybe oh, that's what it is so they're, they're celebrating explorersni.com for information on all the festivities there tiny life color run is taking place at uh the kirkerson racetrack on friday at 6 30 p.m um you can buy tickets for that uh if you uh, if you search by tickets.at forward slash tiny life the cumber tt soapbox race is taking place uh on the 17th of august more information about that on uh, cumberregeneration.co.uk portaferry triathlon also taking place next uh, saturday from 1 until 5 p.m a uh, bit of a late kickoff for that one because of the tides uh, are a bit late also music and fireworks at grim sport on uh, the 17th of august free food with fun fairs and food stalls also got book, bootleg uh blondie at 6 30 live music there uh that's about it lots of stuff happening in Nords and north down finally 
goal now at uh, the Vitality Stadium. They're putting Bournemouth 1-0 ahead against Sheffield. Uh, United Chris uh, Meppham scoring there in the 62nd minute. Also, Brighton now going 2-0 up uh, against Watford. Uh, we'll keep you abreast of all the goals as they happen here on Big Hits Radio. So, uh, you were telling me a funny story there with some... Some guy. What's this all about? Yeah, this is a guy, Daryl Murphy. is uh, such a hatred of chewing that he's estranged himself from relatives uh, over fears he might fly into a rage. Um, he's ended relationships because of the noises partners make when eating or clearing their throat. He uh, says he's even left debts and almost come to blow with colleagues for clicking pens. Uh, <coughs> he's diagnosed <coughs> himself with mesophonia, a condition mm. that makes people irritable about ordinary sounds humans make. Uh, he said, I thought I was crazy for many years. Little noises would make me just fly into a rage. Yeah. Um, he can be triggered by braving or yawning, but chewing is his biggest nemesis. <sighs> one noise can stick out, and if I'm in a restaurant, I hear one person's voice, and then I hear the cutlery. It makes me go crazy. Um, the rustling of plastic bags drives me absolutely crazy, and I haven't been to the movies for more than 10 years because people opening food bags is a very bad trigger. <laughs> He sounds fun to be around, doesn't he? I'd love to go, have to go on uh, a day out with him. Yeah, out of the cinema. Uh, Burnley uh, going one 0 ahead now. I guess. <coughs> Excuse me, Southampton also called Rian one up against Cliftonville. Uh, we'll have on this day coming up very soon. Uh, but first, a couple of songs. This is the Ho Carly Rae jump. Jeez. <laughs> so now it's over to land for what happened on this day in history. It's August the 10th, it's the 202nd, sorry, 222nd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. 143 days remain until the end of the year. Uh, 991, um, the Battle of Malden, the English led by Brifnoff, the elder man of Essex, are defeated by a band of inland raiding Vikings near Malden and Essex. Essex, I can't even speak. Um, 1316, the Second Battle of Rye takes place near Rye during the Bruce campaign. Uh, 1792, um, the storming of the Tillier Palace. Louis XVI of France is arrested and taken into custody. Um, and in 2003, the European heat wave, the highest temperature ever recorded in the UK, 38 degrees, 0.5 degrees Celsius in Kent, England. And uh, it was nearly, but not quite, beaten recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And on this day in music, 10th of August, 1985, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits peaked at number four in the UK singles chart, uh, notable for its groundbreaking music video and a cameo appearance by Sting, singing the song's falsetto and introduction and backing chorus, I Want My MTV. Uh, Sting also wrote the song with Mark Knopfler, and the video was also the first to be aired on MTV Europe when the network started on 1st of August 1987. This is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon.